0: Hello, my name is Alyssa Dundas, and you're listening to Real Shit Podcast, where we talk about real shit. (laughs) Today is September 28th. It's a Saturday here in Zurich, Switzerland, and with me is Gina. Hi, guys. (laughs) Um, So we actually met in Vietnam, Ha Long Bay, which is like northern Vietnam. Uh, So we're going to dive in a little bit on just like how we met. And how I'm now staying with Gina in her home in Switzerland, like what, five, no, seven months later. Yeah, Yeah. I think. Which is like crazy, it's less than a year. Um, So yeah, I guess we can start with like, what brought you to Switzerland and leading up to how long, Bay. Well, what brought me to
1: Switzerland?
0: Yeah. No, sorry, to Vietnam. To
1: Vietnam, okay. Well, um, actually, since I've been little, or yeah that's right grammatically mm-hmm. i'm I, i'm going to apologize here <laughs> for my grammar i don't like i'm not mother tongue so no, <laughs> no, you're good you're good <laughs> but anyways um so i always knew that i would go on a big trip after i finished school because my also my parents they had the travel bug and they gave it up gave it to me and i don't know it's always been a big interest of mine to see other cultures, and dive in, and, like, I don't know, brighten up, and I don't know, like, just look at the world from a different perspective, and learn different perspectives, and actually, we only wanted to go, like, Clara, a friend of ours, yeah, Um, she wanted to, we, actually, we wanted to go to Australia first, only Australia, and then we kind of, or, We didn't really know where we would head off to Australia. So we were thinking, okay, yeah, well, why not go to Asia? (laughs) Why not? Why not? (laughs) I mean, we're there, like, somehow. And then another friend uh, joined the travel group, and that was Michelle. So we all, um, I don't know, we just figured out which would be, like, the most logical route to take, which was after Australia, uh, Vietnam, then Cambodia, and then Thailand, and then down to Indonesia. Yeah, and that's how we came to Vietnam. That's what actually brought us to Vietnam, besides also the whole history of Vietnam. It's yeah. so interesting, and I always, I heard so many things about it, and like I saw so many war movies, which... Like, oh, not yeah the best, but I I wanted to see yeah. like how the country is and how it looks like there. Well, and, and it's
0: good to actually go and yeah. see it for yourself. Yeah, and meet the people there yeah. and like talk to them. So, so to make it clear too, so you are twenty now, but so you're in your first couple weeks of uni. So yeah. did you know? Okay, I want to travel for was it four months?
1: Yeah, it was four months. Well, I first I thought we were going to be. On our trip for six months. But then okay. we... Yeah, because everyone told us, like, four months is, like, enough. and It's already yeah. much. But in the end, I could have stayed longer, to be
0: honest. Yeah. But it sounds like you... Like, you had an idea of what you want to do, but it was kind of go with the flow. Because you say, yeah. oh, Australia. Which is, like, super interesting. I feel like that's actually different. that Very different compared to, like, people who travel from the U.S. Mm-hmm. Like, when I first... Did my trip, I planned for five weeks, turn of three months, and I had it organized to a T. Like, I literally had a, I had printed out maps. Really? and Yes. And I did research on how to get from, from Thailand to Shanghai Mai to Pai to Laos, like, the slow boat. Like, I knew everything. Va- yes. And I, because I booked my flight home when I booked my, like, I had immediately a round trip. And I remember when I first got into Thailand, people were like, you already have your ticket home? And I was like, yeah, like, I need, (laughs) what do you mean, you know? And they're like, oh, no, like, you know how much time you want to stay in this place and that place. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm only here five weeks, like five weeks, which is still like, I don't know, for most of my friends, that's still a long time. That's five weeks a month not being home and um to to travel and not have it perfectly organized is pretty normal um, so traveling southeast asia was like a big wake-up call <laughs> of like oh no like if you really want to enjoy a place like you have to see if okay maybe i i want to leave sooner i'm not I did everything I wanted to already or like I really like this place I'm gonna like push out my stay yeah just like,
1: go with the flow
0: yeah no see like that's something that's not usually common for people that travel in the US if they travel it's at so all you crazy. know so that's yeah to hear you like oh yeah and we were like oh Australia but then Vietnam like that is there's no way the average person is gonna book a flight somewhere abroad and not have it mapped out like
1: crazy usually yeah. you know so, well, I think it depends on the type of person you yeah, are. Yeah, so, that's true. I mean, we knew like before we went on on our trip that we had also had to take it back home, but we knew that it was going to be like 4 months so yeah, that we in each, each country
0: we had at least 1 month. Okay. So yeah. and also I guess yeah. that's still enough time for you to book your flight home and like not yeah. have it be crazy expensive. Exactly. Yeah, see that's <laughs> that's so different. <laughs> and the amount of I amount i spent on canceling my flights because i instead of just canceling i would cancel and rebook yeah so i and i just kept canceling and rebooking and so each cancel is like 300 dollars. oh my god i did it like twice god. and it was like yeah basically a flight home like it would cost me yeah so yeah now so that's why for this trip it was a little weird but it was the first time that i'm like i just know i'm gonna come to zurich and i'll work my way to Munich and then I don't know and it's only three weeks so it's yep. even less and it's not organized at, at all and it's it's so nice because when you have stuff that pops up out of nowhere like the art thing we're going to on Sunday yeah. and like I don't have all these tours booked and like this train booked like I could I could just go with the flow of like yeah. what's going on I feel like it's more authentic that way too Definitely. and yeah so I've learned to not be a little, so much of a tight ass, <laughs> which my mom would say I get from her. So, uh, um, yeah, and it's it's just really nice that way. I feel like it's way more spontaneous.
1: Yes, and it makes it, like it gives you the freedom to choose. Like at each point, you, everywhere you are, you can like decide, and that's so much freedom you got. I mean, just yeah, like the choice that you have, and you can just yeah go with the
0: flow, as you said. Yeah, it's and so. It's so funny we have to mention it because they don't know. So, And that's crazy because I forgot until coming back. So we were, we were, from, we were in Kat ba? Yeah. Yeah. And we were roommates in the hostel. Yeah, Woodstock. Oh, I forgot the name. Yeah, yeah, Woodstock, Woodstock Which We'll just let people take that with a grain of salt because it was very much a hippie hostel.
1: It was. We even had rats in our room. Oh,
0: yeah. Were well, they squirrels or rats? They think they were probably rats, right? I think they were rats.
1: But like it was fine. Yeah, I saw him. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I I did not. But like (laughs) that was not cool. And Caden was like, "What on the on this one bed on the one top bed? Oh yeah, yeah. And I was on the bottom bunk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! But we were right on the beach, and oh, I loved that hostel. Oh my God! And do you remember? was it uh, a wedding party oh or my a birthday God. party? <laughs> it was. <a laughs> we actually haven't party. talked about this since I've been here. <laughs> no, we That's haven't. so funny. <laughs> I know we not? And oh, we, did you dance with them? No, no you no. did. I did. <laughs> and I was watching You're just from watching. the balcony. Oh, my God. And I, well, because they had a cake. Yeah, no, we thought it was it, cake. Yeah, and it, it was, was chicken. chicken. <laughs> I was pissed because I wanted cake. But you ate the chicken. I did right? have some chicken. I think. Yeah, yeah like a chicken leg. Or I'm something. just so that's how you know. I'm like I'm such a foodie. Like I just see like all these locals having a party at the beach and like playing music and they had a bonfire and this whole spreading of food and I was like, I, I want need some to go cake. In there. That's what I was like. I need <laughs> to go in there. And they're a little like touchy with yeah, dancing. They were. And it was to the point where it was like, I wasn't by myself though. Somebody came down with me. And I can't remember I
1: can't remember who it was. Who it was. It
0: was some other girl. Yeah. But and so we were so far in that it was kind of like I was so nervous to ask for a piece of cake. Well, I thought it was cake. <laughs> and she was like, Oh, we've we've done this much. We've gone this far. Like, just ask, like, just go for it. And they brought they pointed to and they're like and we used Google Translate. Oh, my God. We used Google Holy Translate to, for cake in Vietnamese. And he was like, no. And we thought he was saying, no, you can't have cake. But he was saying, no, we don't have cake. It's chicken. And we were so confused. And then we walked over, and it was, yeah, it was a whole chicken. And I think I just took a little piece because it was kind of, like, not gross, but I was like, I didn't want to put my hands in it like that, but I was like, I have a little, little piece. (laughs) So (laughs) at least for the effort, at least for the effort. Yeah. Make it worth my while, but Oh my God. Yeah. And so now I'm sitting here because I plan on going to Oktoberfest and I was, I posted on my Instagram, like, can anybody house me, like host me? And you were like, well, I'm in Zurich, which you can just take the train to Munich. Mm-hmm. You're like, stay with me. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, why not, you know? And I, it was such a thing because I was like, oh, do I want to do two weeks of a trip or three weeks of a trip? And I, like, my mom's like, Alyssa, the responsible thing would be two weeks. <laughs> Deep down, I was like, I really want to do three. <laughs> yeah. So I talked to my boss. And he was like, this is so far in advance, like, yeah if you want to do three do three and I was like cool three it is (laughs) and that's what I did so now I'm super happy that I'm here for a week and then I'm you know I'll be in Germany and I'm thinking Prague um but like some of the things that I thought we could talk about because like that I've just noticed with being here as well one you brought up like the day the first day it came you yeah. brought up um the american dream oh yeah which i thought was really interesting because and i talked a little, about it a little bit in my last podcast just about how it's starting it sounds like it's starting to change with our president now yeah. and like what Amer- like it still exists the american mm-hmm. dream but like what it, how america was viewed before yeah. Is changing a little bit, totally. and it's like, oh, you're not what we we thought you were. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. you don't have all your shit together. <laughs> so, um, and like, it's so interesting here to see, just like I I just love how your dad was like. It's kind of like Switzerland was a little bit of like an experiment in that. Like, you guys are neutral. You're not technically part of the EU. No, we're not. And uh, you have four official languages. And, which actually, I think I messed up in the last one. I said Italian, French, Swiss, German, and what's the other one? It's uh, reta-romanisch. Yeah, see, it's I like did a, not say that in the yeah, last one. no, no. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, it's it's a language that they only speak in the mountains, like in a certain part of Switzerland.
0: Okay. I think my tour guide yesterday was saying that it's like a mix of Latin and Italian. Might be. Yeah, I can't really like understand that. it. But. yeah. Like, I learned Latin
1: for a time, for, like, yeah. two years, and, like, I speak a little bit of Italian, but, like, I, like, if they talk,
0: I you not, yeah, you don't no understand
1: idea. a word, really, not anything.
0: But you have an understanding of, well, obviously English. Yeah. Swiss-Ger- but also German as well?
1: Yeah, well, in Switzerland, we have German. German is our, like, language that we speak in school. Okay. So, during the lessons, you always have to, like, speak the normal German,
0: German. that
1: everyone speaks. Like, in Germany
0: and okay. in Austria,
1: for okay.
0: example. See, I, I yeah. did not I had that mixed up then. Okay. So, then... But then you said you also know Italian. Well, some yeah. Italian. and French, you would like to know more? No, do, you well, I
1: would like to know more. I was yeah. just very lazy during school.
0: But do um, you have, like, some kind of understanding of it? Yeah,
1: I do. See, I think I just have to, like dip in again, yeah. and, you know, like, just get
0: into the flow, yeah. See, that's so, that's just so crazy to me, but I guess, like, because if you go to a different, I don't know if I'm using the right word, like, district of Switzerland, because you have, like, well, where like, if you go, it's all, like, it's in Ita- Italian, and yeah. it's in French, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, have, yeah we have the Ticino where they all speak Italian, it's, like, near the oh, Italian border, okay. and then... South. Yeah, no, yeah, that's south, yeah. and then in the west... Yeah, in the West, um, we have, like, the
0: French part, which is, yeah. Oh, near France. Yeah. See, yeah, it makes sense. It's just, like, I can't imagine having four official languages. Yeah, I know. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) Which is
1: super cool. Totally, yeah.
0: But, like, yeah, and in the U.S., we know one, so. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) I heard so many Americans
1: and, like, English people, like, people from the UK tell me that and Australians too like they only know one language and it kind of bothers them because they yeah like this one American guy um in Vietnam told me like he feels he always when he's surrounded by Europeans he always feels so stupid because they know at
0: least two or three languages that's how I feel like the alien
1: just speaking one language yeah. not understanding anything else so. see it's
0: so interesting i think i because i feel the same way i just feel it's a little it's embarrassing i'm not gonna say it's a little embarrassing it's really embarrassing especially because you want to be able to communicate with other people or at least show that you have put some kind of effort in learning another person's like language
1: yeah.
0: um but i think it's such an important thing to experience because like in the U.S., not everyone. It depends on where and what generation, sometimes, and just like where you grew up. But this whole mentality of like, you live in the U.S. you need you need to know English. Like, you know, there's people that are don't believe in immigration, and they're yeah. like, go back home if you're not gonna learn English. And like, blah, blah, blah. like it's very aggressive. Like it's intense. Ooh. Um, and rude <laughs> and, and well and racist but so um, but it's like so I think my biggest like struggle with it was being an old pair in Italy because I was just so much with family and it's not I feel like English in Italy isn't as widely known not at all no. and so being with like going to like family outings and like kids parties and stuff everyone's just speaking Italian yeah and I don't sit there, well, well, first of all, no one said to me, oh, you're in Italy, you need to know, and granted, I was only there for, you know, three months, I'm not living there, per se, like, long term, um, and I would love to learn just so that I could communicate, but I felt so out of place, and, like, I felt rude just by not engaging like I normally would, really? and, yeah, I felt like, and people understand because I can't yeah. communicate, but I just felt rude like if I'm being welcomed into somebody's home, I want to be able to say some like I get i yes, hello, thank you, but like more than that like yeah. i like, I'm a very social person, so and to not be that I didn't feel like myself, yeah. and so it, it was it just sucked, and I try to imagine what it's like coming from another country to the U.S., whether it, you're a refugee or just, like, an immigrant coming here, like, to the U.S., like, and having someone look at you and say, go home, or, like, how dare you not know English, I could not imagine, because I was already kind of emotional of, like, I don't belong here, like, and it's not, I it's not that I didn't feel welcomed, it was just, yeah. like felt a little bit of a burden like people had to work around me and i'm sure they wouldn't want me to feel that way but like i know i mean yeah. yeah and i just it, but every, being that everyone did welcome me with open arms if someone were to look at me like you shouldn't be here i would be devastated yeah. and so it just showed a little bit of a perspective not a full one <laughs> but like a little bit of a perspective of what it would be like to come to the us and not have everybody want you there.
1: Yeah.
0: And meanwhile you're doing everything you can just to what actually like make enough money to live there and who like and to learn English. English is so hard I hear mm-hmm. and like to come to the US for the, like especially for the first time you have the culture shock, then you have the language barrier. You're still trying to make enough money to eat and pay rent and like usually send money home if that's, you know, the case. And you have to deal with, yeah, the racist people that don't want you there. And that's why I think it's so, to, like, bring it back. I think it's so important to have people that travel from the U.S. have that out of, that alien feel. Like, yeah. that, like, that, oh, <laughs> the world doesn't revolve around me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the world does There's more to the world than the U.S. Yeah. And uh, I think... Yeah, and so when I'm now comfortable when I'm sitting, like, even, like, with you and your friends, and you guys are speaking to each other, and I can't understand, when I first started traveling, like, two years ago, I felt so awkward, like, I didn't know what to even do with myself, I was like, do I go on my phone, like, do I just sit here, do they feel like I'm weird, do I go on my phone, is that rude, like, do I just look around, like, and now I'm just like, I just chill and I actually really try hard to listen to like tone of voice mm-hmm. and just body language and sometimes I'm way off <laughs> like I have no idea. like I might not know what you're talking about specifically but I can just see by like the emotion in your voice if it's like a light-hearted yeah. conversation or something a little more deep and that's how by reading you is how I then react to like if I feel like like, my host mom, for example, in Italy, like, there would be times the other moms would get together, and they'd have, like, a really deep conversation. Mm-hmm. And, like, one that, like, I probably, sh- like, if I knew Italian, they wouldn't want me to, <laughs> to like, because it's personal. Yeah. And so, like, that would be a situation where I would not, like, stare at them, you know? Yeah. Like, I kind of get, I tried to, to give sense, them their space yeah. a little bit, and, like, I'm still there, but I'm, like, kind of, like, just chilling, maybe, yeah. like, drinking my wine, <laughs> and, like, not really being in their face. And, um, whereas, like, if it's something that's, like, really engaging, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm laughing, I'll be, I'm kind of listening, and usually someone will turn around to me and be like, oh, they're just saying blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I don't feel outside of, I don't feel out of place as much anymore. Yeah. But that took so much time, and I think it's so important for people uh, from everywhere in the U.S. to experience, um, people just speaking another language and not, yeah, not engaging with them, because it's not all about you. Yeah, (laughs) it's not, definitely. I don't know, and I think people, because I did, I thought we were like, the U.S., like, I didn't really have, like, this sense of, like, patriotism that was like, oh, I'm American, but, like, I was like, yeah, we're the U.S., like, We've ha- we have a history of being quite involved in, like, international affairs and, like, uh, yeah. And the whole, the whole rest of the world just seemed so far. And then you, you travel and you realize not everybody cares about your politics per se as much as, like, I thought people did. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. You don't give a shit about this, this, and this because you have your own politics to yeah. deal with. You have your own, whatever, like yeah, issues that you want to talk about. And like, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's not all about uh, America, which no, I totally i on yeah. like a tangent with that. But it's so important to oh, it's so important to experience that. And I feel like you being here, you have, I don't know, you have more of an understanding of the world in so many different because it's all right here not all of it but like I know what I mean yeah we have a different kind of like
1: point of view yeah uh, to the world yeah and especially in school I mean we even learn about your system and how American history developed and I figure (laughs) that (laughs) it might not be the case that you in the U.S. learn about like European history like per se like about the I don't know, did you learn about the French Revolution and all that stuff? Yeah, okay,
0: yes, we did. Um, But, like, yeah, as far as, like, history and wars go, yeah, we learned that in high school. Um, But, like, as far as government systems, no, that wasn't until college. Yeah. Yeah, and that's only, and I would really say that's only because I, my major was international studies. So that was what my focus was. But if you're, like, a bio major, or you're, like, you know, you're not... Unless you read the news, which a lot of people don't my age. Yeah. Like, they should. I think it's starting to change, though, a little bit. Um, yeah, no, you don't know about any of that shit. As far as, like, the inner workings of yeah. it. And that's also why I love traveling, too, is I'm gaining those perspectives. And, like, you or and other people that I meet ask me questions that I never even thought to ask myself like like the other day which I asked you oh um you you were like oh like yeah you're very American oh yeah yeah yeah. and I was like oh like what about me and I mean the classic like I'm a tourist so everything excites me that's normal for you um but yeah like I guess it all just goes back to like the American dream too and what it what America like even though it's starting to change,
1: yeah. What what it was like America. Like you this still want to go? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I want to see the country. I want to meet the people. The thing is, I think through the news and like our like perspective or yeah. my perspective per se um, is very critical about the whole pod, pol- political system in the USA, which is yeah I don't know like. I never really liked the USA before. Like yeah. when I was little, I was like, yeah, it's so cool. Like I want to go there. I want to go to college and all that stuff. Oh, which yeah. is just the <laughs> ideal picture of it. And if you go there, you you see it's just like not as in the movies. Which yeah, is like the as you grow older, you notice that like things aren't as they seem. But yeah. Also through traveling, through meeting a lot of Americans... Yeah. ...that are traveling. It was very interesting because it made the whole country interesting again. Because it was like, there is so much diversity.
0: Yeah. And,
1: I mean, it's such a huge country, if you think about yeah. it. I mean, it's huge. And there are so many people with, from so many different ethnicities. Yeah, and backgrounds. Exactly. So... Why not like dip in and like see what their culture is like yeah. and not only be that naive and sitting be like me sitting here and yeah. just looking at the USA and making judgments. Yeah. If Through I media. Haven't, yeah, yeah. If I haven't been there and experienced it myself.
0: So. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like that's the same. That that's ba- like I feel like we have these ideas as of Europe. Yeah. And in other places, a lot because of. Movies as well mm-hmm. uh, And you know Not even just movies And media Like they try to f- Pull you one way To view countries You know And religions And mm-hmm. all, all this stuff A certain way And then you meet Somebody from there Or you You go And you're like Oh This is this Completely is, yeah. different And it brings on A whole like Honestly like a, Almost like a new way Of thinking Totally And yeah, yeah it, it makes you Kind of excited again Mm-hmm. But I feel like not everybody because of those ju- prejudgments, some people are, won't even go to the country or won't even yeah. wanna meet those people. they 'cause just they're
1: cause they're scared. Yeah. Like and that's so where it's like. Oh, it. yeah.
0: yeah, you gotta just go see it for your, yourself. But yeah, that's it, um, no like now you have an American friend. <laughs> 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 and you can come see me in Boston. Sure, yeah, I'd love to. But like do, do you think your view of a like America has changed recently with every, like what was it before? I guess like yeah. So, well, I Obama
1: think Obama versus yeah, Trump, okay. and I, I even think like, everyone was fan of Obama. Like if you yeah. look at his, uh, like I don't know, like his all actual the things he yeah, did. all the things he did. Yeah. My, you can be pretty critical about that too. Yeah, but like it's all about the picture that the media presents. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, everyone presents Trump as like the big fat asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like crazy lunatic and yep. which might like push the red button you know. Yeah. And Real you don't shit. know <laughs> you don't know what to expect from him. But yeah. like from Obama you always knew what to expect in a way. Yeah. Um. But I think he also did like great things. Like yeah. Obamacare is such a fundamental and important thing that people in the U.S., that's so crazy. Like, I can't imagine going to the hospital and being asked, like,
0: I need your insurance first. Yeah. Otherwise, we're not going to help you. Like. Well, so, okay. So, like, doctors are obligated to help you. Yeah. The issue is uh, the people will either opt out Of getting help because of the bill that they'll receive. Mm -hmm. So, like, even if you can't afford it, uh, the doctor is obligated to do what they need to do to help you. You have the right to deny Mm -hmm. them giving you whatever procedure or medication that you that you need, because. The second you go home, give it, like, a few weeks to a month, you're going to get a bill in the mail that's for, like, a crazy amount of money. Yeah. And, like, just, like, cancer patients. Or if you get in an accident, the cost of the ambulance. Like, I know people that would get sick. This is, like, not as extreme, but people at my school that would get sick. And you would either walk to the hospital, which in Boston you have great. It is yeah. walking distance, and it, they're they're great. Um, hospitals are some of the best. Um, but then, yeah, you have people that will take it rather take an Uber, yeah. like it's, because the ambulance is like a thousand dollars and holy just yeah. So you're the like, I'm not gonna pay to, to no, yeah. yeah, and then totally. that's just to get there. And then yeah. you have you know the actual bill of the dot, you know,
1: yeah, getting the, the
0: help that you need. And so yeah, a lot of people die or get extremely sick or get worse than they would have been off because they can't afford to go yeah same one for dentists too yeah and like they're That's like oh so I can't crazy. afford to do the cleanings I can't afford this and that and then you can literally get diseases in your mouth from like not and then you you're sick and like people don't realize like the poverty that just goes along with um not living as long just because yeah. you can't afford certain health benefits and yeah it's it's really sad I think too it's really interesting Obama was not perfect at all I think my yeah well of course I just think my generation generally speaking and I can't speak for my whole generation (laughs) in the U.S. but like and I because I've lived in predominantly like liberal states yeah but I would say a lot of people around my age liked Obama one because you have two completely extremes right now you Mm -hmm. have obama and then you have trump and so like you want to reflect back and be like oh it was better than this yeah you know but also (laughs) obama was like high school like you're getting into we were in high school and it was really like the first president that we were actually aware of yeah and like we could have access and care for what was going on and what he yeah. was doing. Yeah, To an extent, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was, like, our first president that we actually were, like, oh, Obama's our president, like... Yeah. Yeah, like, and this I is... Think, we well, were part of the conversation, almost. Yeah. And so it's it's very intimate to us, and now that we're getting older and we're, like, oh, we have... We gotta vote for this next one. It's a little more... Uh, it's less romantic, I guess, yeah, is I the word. I mean. Like, yeah, you're, like, oh... And, yeah, and then Trump just won a completely... Yeah One completely different Extreme One end Yeah He's And lunatic It's It sucks Yeah <laughs> It sucks Cause that's the number one thing I get when I, tra- when I travel Yeah U.S. You you're like oh Trump And yeah. I'm like uh No Not a supporter uh, uh, No yeah. And, I, and, and well, if and you are
1: Like people would Like look oh, at you absolutely. so differently Oh absolutely And the thing is I think many of the people that travel Wouldn't like Support, support Trump Support them But that's, that's like the pool Most of, Like yeah. of people Like they have, like, they are kind of in a bubble with, like, all these other people that, the only people that I think, like, I I don't know, but, like, all the yeah. They, yeah. Like, people that support Trump that are very pa- patriotic and they don't want to leave like the America. country. Yeah. yeah. They've never, most of them probably never have even seen, like, different,
0: like, even different, all the states in America. Like, I mean, oh, there yeah. a lot of states, but still. Yeah. Um, that, that's so funny. I, I've heard people say that too. Like, Because actually in Asia, I think there was this one guy that had a Make America Great Again hat. And I didn't see him, but they were like shocked Yeah. that like, wh- like what are you doing in Asia? Like, yeah, like I, they, they didn't think they'd see you. Yeah, like, and um, it is interesting to think, I do think that's the case. Like most people that do travel, um, they have a better understanding of how the world functions as far as like not even just the world functioning but like there is such a disconnect when you grow up in the states of you and the rest of the world and people that are willing to meet people and talk with people from all over you get this better understanding and respect for other cultures that like even the way you talk about them is you hear, like, the way Trump talks, and you're like, why are you saying it? Like, why are you even talking like that? Like, why are you being so disrespectful? Also, calm down, (laughs) because America's, like, blown up to be this, yeah, we're in this bubble. And, like, the second, like, people that are usually Trump supporters, not everyone, are kind of stuck in this bubble of America. Yeah, Yeah. and so it is shocking when you do see somebody traveling well, okay. I would say it's a little different in Europe, though. Yeah. Well, in what way? Like I feel like people that, yeah, I'm gonna say like people that are racist or you know, they're they'll still go to like the Europe and stuff. Yeah, sure, I, because
1: it's like a West, like yeah, it's, it's pretty a pretty we- Western. Ex- and, yeah. yeah. Well, it is Western, and I mean we have many. <clears throat> similarities to that's true yeah to america so i get that and like in all the like american movies i see like it's always they're always talking about paris and london yeah. and all these like capital cities which are so glorified and so romantic and like so great and yeah so many people want to go there but they don't see that there's something else and Europe something else there yeah, yeah.
0: there's more to it yeah, yeah and like
1: I don't know I don't know the American perspective like now from the people of your generation yeah about Russia or yeah. I don't know see that like, gets like
0: super complicated yeah it's like is, yeah
1: I don't but it's so interesting I mean like the Cold War isn't like it's not that far in the past so yeah
0: well you think about it it's, um, I feel like it's kind of a vicious cycle because if you already have these prejudgments I would hope that when you do leave the States and go somewhere for the first time, that you are open to gaining a a new understanding. I hope you do gain a new understanding perspective, but sometimes I feel like they return back home and the judgments that they have or say are like, they didn't get, they always have something negative to say or it's they expected more. One, because they probably didn't talk to any of the locals. Mm -hmm. And, I don't know, I think it's parenting. T-mom. And, uh, yeah, they're, like, I don't know. Well, and Europe's one thing, and that this goes to show you how, honestly, racist it can be, is they're willing to go, perhaps, to Europe and, yeah, speak with locals to a, a, maybe a further extent. But if you go to... Mexico or you go to other places you they feel like you have to go to a resort you have to stay on a resort stay away from the locals and there's a sense of okay yeah you have to be safe there are places and countries that you don't want to go down the wrong street you know like be smart but like hi hello (laughs) doing a little podcast
1: (laughs) how was it good good yeah interesting yeah (laughs) Is it worth the, it? I like I like the place. I like the pools. Pools it. foam.
0: It's, yeah. it's a great Yeah, cool. <laughs> All right, we're back. Gina's parents stopped in <laughs> from an art exhibition and updated us on how it was. Um, so no, yeah, we just left off on people going on yeah, on resorts mm-hmm. versus going into the authentic places of a exactly, country. Yeah. And yeah, so you have to be smart about where you're going. Sure. Um, you have to be street streetwise, but you have just be streetwise
1: everywhere you everywhere. go. Everywhere, I mean, even in in America, like in Boston or in New York, there's so many like districts where you shouldn't go if you're not from there,
0: and if, yeah. if it's not your
1: your hood. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? your hood. Yeah. And so
0: I am mean, no, it's true. I feel like also that's probably where stereotypes come from. Yeah. Are these resorts because you have these like inflated idea? They try to put on this, yeah. I mean, this show of what is Mexico on this resort? Or yeah. what is, you know, like, Thailand on this resort? Yeah. So you have all these larger, true things of the culture, but in a small space with a bunch of tourists that yeah. aren't from there. Maybe like those that work there, but you're not really talking to them like you would on the streets. Yeah. And so, yeah, you have these very much inflated ideas of what this culture is. Yeah. But you just spent your whole time on a resort. That's it's cra- which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. no. Because,
1: like even here, they we, like many people have the the mindset that um, South American like is very very dangerous. But like a friend of mine, she she was seventeen and she went like traveling in South uh, South America from Mexico to um, oh I have no idea where she
0: went, but yeah. Anyway, somewhere like South America. Yeah, yeah she traveled that's, like
1: around there and she was 17 and she's a girl Yes. Yeah, alone, and I mean she's fine. She had the best time. Yeah.
0: And I mean, it's not like just inform yourself. Like Yeah. And that's that's the other crazy thing and like we we're, we're nearing to the end, but like being that we're both women. Yeah. <laughs> like when I first went to Morocco, I had so so many people like family and friends they're like are you sure you you want to go there mainly because of Islam yeah and I was like hell yeah matter of fact my college only approved Morocco I was not allowed to go to Egypt or other places because of the fear that you have like um, if they're like flagged yeah um, they're not the college isn't liable to let you go for safety reasons but it's it's biased and it's not really that accurate because if you go to just a different university, they might have a program that does allow you to go. Yeah. So, but yeah, and once I actually arrived there, I really realized the amount of bias and, like, prejudice that I did have that I thought I even didn't. And it was... It's it's still one of the most... I find, like, every country I go to to be pretty welcoming, mm-hmm. but I, I, I think I say it's one of the most because it's probably one of the top countries that I had so many people telling me wasn't going to be welcoming and it was going to be a little dangerous and like all these things and it wasn't at all. And it was also my first big trip. So yeah. it, I felt like I was welcomed with open arms by everybody. And yeah, let alone being a woman, it's crazy that so many people were already like limited. People already try to limit us mm-hmm. <laughs> in so many ways. And I think one of the most damaging things is someone trying to stop, tell you you can't see the world.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Because you're a woman and you have to be afraid. And, yeah, I mean, I, I'm more worried going to a college party in Boston about my safety yeah. than in the streets of Thailand. Yeah. Like, it's it's relative, you have to be smart, and really anything bad can happen anywhere. So exactly. I'm going to take my chances of seeing the world and learning as much as I can (laughs) before I get old and can't. Yeah, yeah, but, like, I'm like, if men can... So, what, oh, I have to be accompanied by a man to go to, and that, like, it's just... It's crazy, And there's excuses for everything. Totally. Like, Europe, you have, like, the fear of, like, trafficking. And so, same thing for Asia, which they are real things that do Mm -hmm. happen, like, in... They're very real things, but you can't let those stop you from living your life and, like, no, definitely going to learn yourself. I think that's the biggest thing, because every time that someone has told me to worry about a country, it's been proven wrong every time, mm-hmm. literally every time. I don't know Same, your experience, yeah. like, being a, a woman and traveling and, like...
1: I mean, the, like, the second time I went to Asia, when I spent, like, oh, yeah, time yeah. in um, Bangkok i was at first i was so scared like being alone yeah by yourself and like we were at Coast, Kasan Road, which is like the biggest party mile that you can imagine in bangkok i think so there's clubs everywhere and i was so scared to walk home oh yeah and like this this um how's it called um this Grab driver, like, drove
0: me Grab home. driver, yeah. see, they probably don't know what Grab... Grab yeah. is, like, Uber, but it's... Well, you can choose scooter. Scooter, yeah, I always yeah. took the scooter. I did, too, it was, so fun. It was <laughs> fun. Way more fun. And it's, like,
1: you get everywhere, like...
0: Oh, know, way like, faster. Yeah, way they faster.
1: They weave through the cars. <laughs> exactly, and I felt, like, even this this guy could could have just... Driven, oh, taking like, you. Yeah, driven me somewhere, like, where I had no clue where I would be and everything, so just trust, like, you have to have 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 trust in in the people and the culture, and, like, I don't know, like, everything, like, into human beings, because we're, like, we're all human beings, we're all made out of flesh and blood, and, like, what's the difference, like, how we're raised, yes, but... Even then, like, there are so many people that step out of their families and their, yeah. like, strict ways of how they were b- brought
0: up. and To be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like, mean, I'm so happy you said that, trust. I feel like that's one of the biggest things I try to tell people is that if you're actually going to visit a country, you ha- you have to trust yeah. the people from the country to actually experience it. You have to. Otherwise, you're going to be in a resort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're not going to trust... And the thing you ha- is... <laughs> it's crazy. The thing
1: is, I think if you have... Trust in some, like in the locals there. Like you're gonna make friendships and like oh, connections yeah. with people that live there, and if you really have an issue, they're always gonna be there to help you, and they're the only people that can help. Especially in Asia, because like if you're a tourist. Yep.
0: You're fucked. I've if, had breaking points where yeah. I was gonna cry, and then a local comes over, and they literally go out of their way mm-hmm. to call my tour guide or do whatever like if I'm lost in the streets they can see that and what am I gonna say no and just I'm lost like you know what I mean like you you have to and you have the most intimate experiences Mm -hmm. by doing that and I feel like some of my greatest memories are by trusting locals because totally yeah you go back and I almost like I always want to be like Alyssa I I can't believe you ever worried about I mean yeah you have to be honestly I feel like you can read if someone's giving off a good vibe or a yeah. bad one. You've got to be smart and listen to your intu- intuition, like, yeah, for totally. sure. Like, you definitely do. Not to, you know, don't go into situations blind and just willy-nilly, like, walk in somewhere, like, yeah, take me, like, take me wherever I need I need to get here, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, be smart, but, like... Listen to your gut. Listen Yeah, listen to your gut. But that's
1: something that we, like like, we don't do that anymore, like, we have everything that guides, every, everything, like, Is our phones, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, all... Made to help us. Yeah, made to help us, and, like, guide us, and we forgot how to listen to our gut. Yeah. So I which, guess that's
0: where it can get dangerous. Exactly, yeah. yeah,
1: and I think if you, like, just put yourself out there, um, you're gonna, like, train your intuition, intuition again, yeah. which helped me a lot, I mean, there was so many times, like, in Indonesia, when I was... So drunk <laughs> somewhere oh, with yeah. my scooter, completely lost. Um, my friend's already at home, and I was like, shit, I'm like, if something happens now, oh, no one is going to ever find me again. Oh. And I met the nicest locals then, like, right yeah. in that timing when I really needed it, and everyone was so welcoming and trying to help me. like They'll go out of their way, like. Yeah, and I, I was actually expecting them, like, to charge me a little oh, bit yeah. because there were taxi drivers and they were like no that's totally fine you don't yeah don't have worry. to give me money and I was like yeah sure I will yeah like, least you something. just help me
0: yeah yeah I see that's the thing it's like I feel like because when your phone fails you and you are somewhere for the first time or whatever you panic yeah because you're like how do I function without my phone like yeah. how do I get around and then whether it's you lost internet or you, whatever, you're, like, holy... Because we're, now we're raised to constantly work around our phone. Exactly. And that Which is I what Guy does. Is
1: so, so, like, so dangerous. Even more yeah. dangerous than so many other, I think, that people tell you well, that are dangerous. and
0: that's the crazy thing, is, like, if I... If my phone didn't work right now, mm-hmm. I would not panic. Like, and if I was in the, in the city or something me not even well okay, a lot of people do speak English here. Like yeah. let, okay, let's like say back in Vietnam. Like, I wouldn't panic, I'd be like, Oh shit, okay And you just you have to approach people mm-hmm. or and sometimes they'll approach you and they see that you're lost or something, you need help. But like and if they can't help you it's like, Oh I'm sorry and you go to the next person, you cannot panic and I think a lot of people are scared They're like, Oh my god, if my phone doesn't work, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm I'm screwed. I'm lost and then they feel like they can't go to somebody, and at the end of the day, you have to. I think yeah. so many times,
1: like, people feel that they have to be embarrassed about needing help.
0: Yeah. Which is crazy
1: because everyone, like, there's no person that can do everything on yeah, their own. Yeah, no. There is, like, there is no one. Yeah, and
0: you're somewhere you're not used to. Like, that's, yeah, and that's it's normal. It's okay to be insecure. I mean, show it. It's not gonna
1: make you, like, stronger.
0: That's why traveling, I think, you have this identity issue sometimes that happens because you do start to learn to gain that intuition back Mm -hmm. you learn to it's okay to ask for help and not and yeah you might be a little insecure but you still push yourself out of your comfort zone to um, engage with people and make the first notion of okay I need to figure this out and you almost have this new self awareness of oh I'm capable of doing things on my own own that, like, you have never had to do before. And so, yeah, when you come home, you're like, oh, I, yeah, I can do anything. Like, I don't need this or that. I don't need my phone as much. And I don't, like, it's a whole new, oh, you're so proud of yourself. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, I can can get around anywhere in the world Mm -hmm. and not lose my shit. You know what I mean? Where I'm going to be like feel completely out of touch and alone because you never are. Like mm-hmm. you're never alone. So, I think that's a probably a good closer right there. Yeah. You're never alone. It's important to travel. And if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't even be here with you right now. Exactly. So, which is so crazy. Which is really crazy. But I'm so glad that you <laughs> I could know. come. You have to come to Boston. I will. And Definitely. yeah, we'll we'll end here. That's that was some good shit. Yeah. Good real shit. Good real shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for sitting with me. And it was a pleasure. <laughs> I yeah, it was yeah, a pleasure. And thanks for <laughs> joining Real Shit Podcast here. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I hope people are, learn from this actually and hopefully inspire people to to travel so i don't know what our plans are for tonight but we'll figure it out we'll figure it out yeah but all right everybody stay tuned for (laughs) for uh the next podcast and yeah i'll see you and can't wait to talk about some more real shit all right bye (laughs) bye